Hello and welcome to The Rewriters, a celebration of people who have shirked convention, expectation and even their own limitation to rewrite their story on their terms. Each episode will dig into the inspired and very real life stories of people who have done just that, rewritten their story. I'm a nosy practical optimist too, so expect all of the nitty gritty details. If you're an ambitious seeker craving a different kind of lifestyle, career or business, but have felt held back by your own or other people's beliefs about what's possible or permissible, The Rewriters is for you. Hi everyone, welcome to The Rewriters. I'm your host and resident rewriter, Monique Shaw. I've got a very simple one for you today, and if you've been listening to my work for some time, this will not be unfamiliar to you. But I was on a call uh, last week or the week before with a corporate client about creating some workshops. And one of the things that I talk about a lot in my work is creating values-led careers. And this wasn't something that she had come across before, and she was really interested in it. And it made me realize, as uh, so often happens in our work, that things that are really obvious to us and really standard and straightforward for us are often new ideas and quite transformational ideas for other people. So consider this episode to be a foundational introduction to transforming the way that you live and work if you're not familiar with creating a values-led career. And if you are, consider this a bit of a refresher. So values are absolutely core to who we are. They are foundational. And when you understand this and when you approach this in a really considered and intentional way, you can completely transform your career. You can completely transform the the job that you're in right now. And you can start right now. It is the easiest and the most effective and transformational, powerful way to really change the way things are for you at work and in your life more broadly. So what it means to have a values-led career is making your decisions based on alignment or conflict with your values and making tweaks and adjustments along the way as you go because our careers, like our lives, are living, moving, breathable things. They're not static. They're not fixed. So what are our values? Our values are, you know, they're the core parts of who we are. They are the things that really drive how we experience and how we see the world. They drive our behavior and our emotional responses to particular situations or things that people say. They can influence our energy and our joy and our satisfaction. And we all have a unique set of values, right? We all have values that are true for us. We may have some values that are in alignment with other people and some values that are in conflict with other people. There may be overlap, there may be complete opposition. But when you think about your values, think about the things that you need in order to feel most content, most safe, most engaged, um, plugged in, excited, motivated, present, calm, right. You know, what are the things, what are the conditions that you need to feel most right, that all things are right with the world and with, with your world? So one of the examples that I often, or one of the exercises that I often give to people is to think of a time at work recently, or, or maybe it's a significant memory from some time ago, but think about a time at work when you were in a situation, maybe you were in a meeting, on a phone call, um, 
at a workshop and something happened, something was said that created a really strong emotional response in you. Like you felt it in your belly. Maybe your chest got really tight. You felt quite hot. And maybe you were able to keep this emotional response to yourself. You kept it in, hopefully. Um, If you're in a professional setting, it's not really cool to lose your temper. Um, But you had this really strong reaction. And now think about what it was that caused that reaction. Was it something that somebody said to you? Something that you saw done to another person? A situation? What was it that caused that outrage and that really strong response? Now, I guarantee that when you understand your values, you will be able to track your core values with what happened in that particular situation. So, for example, one of my strongest memories when I was really outraged about something that happened at work, it was around dishonesty. And one of my core values is honesty. Honesty is really important to me. Uh, Honesty, I'm sure, is important to most people, but it's of extreme importance to me. So I will have a disproportionate reaction to perceived dishonesty. I've got clients, uh, I'm thinking of two at the moment, both of whom had situations with a senior stakeholder at work and the frustration that they felt from this particular situation was causing some of their biggest challenges, their biggest struggles at work. They were feeling really dissatisfied with work because of this particular situation with this with this person. And what had happened is they were perceiving, I can't give details away, but they were they had a really strong sense that there was unfairness. You know, what was happening just wasn't fair. And sure enough, fairness was a core value for both of those clients. So think about that situation with that person that caused that reaction and then see if you can track that back to some of your core values. So let me give you some ways that you can work out what your core values are. And I've got some worksheets that I use. Um, I will link to that, actually. I'll link to my values list exercise in the show notes. So if you're not familiar with your values and you want to go through a more systemized process in order to work them out, check out that link. But basically what you need to do is think about things that are really important to you. Think about traits in other people that you really admire. And also think about traits in other people that you really dislike. There are clues in all of these things as to what your values are. So what's really important to you? What is part of who you are? What is core to your identity? What is fundamental to your well-being and your happiness? What do you really need to feel happy and okay at work? It could be things like learning and development, growth, challenge. You might like risk. You might like change. You might value, equity, fairness, integrity, uh, creativity, all of these sorts of things are core values. Now, I'm sure that all of those things are important to most of us, but what you're really looking here is game-changing, kind of show-stopping, non-negotiable stuff. Like if this particular thing is removed, it's going to cause you to be extremely, extremely conflicted, frustrated, and upset. So going back to my honesty example, if you, if honesty is, it's important to you with a lowercase h, you know, it's important, but it's not going to be the end of the world if you discover that there's been some sort of, you know, white lie or, or minor deception. Now, it's likely that 
you know, that's just a value that many of us have, but it's not a core value of yours. So fairness, for example, is important to me, but I would say fairness is important to me with a lowercase f. It's not going to disrupt the way that I feel in a particular situation or keep me ticking over and thinking about it at night if I perceive some unfairness. So really think about the things that for you are complete showstoppers, okay, and get very, very familiar with them. And if you can, try to get your core values list down to about three to five. I mean, nobody can tell you how many values you are and aren't allowed to have. But if you think about values in terms of what are your core values, what are the the headline ones, the most important, that will allow you to have a bit more focus when you think through how to be more values aligned and less values conflicted in the workplace. Once you've identified your core values, you need to then go through a list of questions that I'm going to share with you. And as I said before, if you've listened to my work for a while, you may have gone through this exercise with me already, but this is a really nice opportunity to just do a bit of a check-in. We're halfway through the year now. It's an opportunity to do a check-in and see how you can get more values aligned and less values conflicted in your career for the rest of the year ahead. Okay, so take the first value and ask yourself, how is my work life, my life at work, aligned to this value? And how is my home life aligned to this value? And what areas in my life are causing me to be in conflict with this value? What are some of the ways that I could more powerfully align to this value? So this is an opportunity to to brainstorm a little bit. What are all of the ways that I could get into closer alignment with this value at work and or at home? And is there anything stopping you from doing that? What might get in the way? And then finally, how can you take this forward? How can you put it into action? How can you take it out of your head, onto the page, and then off the page into action? So you're actually doing something with it. Now, there's two things I want to share here. First of all, the reason that I've included home life and how aligned your home life is to this value is that you might have a value that you don't actually need your career to fulfill for you. And an example I often share is a client that I worked with who is an accountant and she works in the regulatory space and her work isn't particularly uh, colorful and creative. It's quite serious. It's quite um, rigorous. And, um, you know, she's somebody that for her, creativity is one of her core values and she doesn't necessarily get that creativity value fulfilled in her work. However, She bakes and she does that really intricate baking, sort of British Bake Off style baking. Uh, This is not a a, a cake mix, just add water kind of girl. She does proper artisan, artistic, creative, scientific cake making, the stuff that I just cannot do. She also loves makeup. She has a really extensive makeup collection. She loves watching makeup tutorials. She has amazing makeup and she will dress her face for the day. She experiments with hair color. She experiments with clothes. She lives a really creative life 
and she's an accountant in the regulatory space and creativity is one of her values and it's a value that is very much fulfilled. Okay, so that was one point that I wanted to make. You don't have to fulfill all of your values at work. And the second thing is you don't have to fulfill all of your values all of the time at work. We just don't operate in that kind of world where we are you know, in complete alignment with all people at all times and we work in office spaces or home offices where everything is in complete alignment and nothing can challenge or conflict our values. Just that just isn't reality. And we can't we can't strive for conditions where we operate in complete harmony all the time. Okay. Conflict happens, differences of opinions happen, differences of values happen, and that's okay. The goal here isn't to remove any chance for values conflict. It's to reduce it where you can. So look at the, I suppose the 80-20 principle. If you're working in an environment where 80% of the time you are in conflict with your values and only 20% of the time you're in, al- you're in alignment, that is going to make for a really exhausting, demotivating uh, way of working. And it's probably going to lead to you wanting to resign, certainly feeling disengaged, disconnected from your work, perhaps on a fast train to burnout. Flip that around and imagine you are 80% of the time you're in great alignment with your values. Your needs are getting met. and But 20% of the time, there's some conflict going on. You know, they are percentages and weightings that you can manage, that you can live with. So you're aiming to increase the amount of alignment that you have and find really practical, tangible ways to do that and reduce the amount of conflict that you have. And I do really believe that you can do this most of the time in the job that you already have. If you're working in an environment where it's just not possible to minimize the amount of conflict that you are experiencing with your values day in, day out, then that's when it might be time to think about looking at different opportunities in a different team, in a different project, in a different organization, perhaps in a different career entirely. But only you can decide that. For now, try to cultivate excellent values dialogue with yourself. If you're able to have that dialogue with yourself, when you can recognize a conflict that's happening and you can recognize when you might need to remove yourself from a situation or not have as much to do with a particular colleague or have a little bit of empathy for a colleague or some neutrality in your responses because you understand that really what's happening is a conflict of values. It's not that they're a bad person and you're a good person. There's just a conflict going on there. It just gives you an opportunity to create a little bit of emotional distance between situations and people that might challenge you and how you respond to them and feel about them. Now, I want to give you another really practical example here, and this is an example that I use all the time when I try to bring this uh, values-led career work to life. And it's a client that I worked with on my Rewrite Your Career Story program. And she was in the middle of the program. Values is one of the first things we do. She was in the middle of the program, so she had already done her values work. She had absolute clarity about what her values were, and she found herself in a meeting talking to a client and that client said something to her that was in extreme conflict with her values and she felt that physical reaction in her body but she immediately recognized what was going on 
And as a result of that, she was able to take some intentional action going forward. So she was a management consultant. Uh, To a certain extent, she can choose which projects that she wants to put her hand up for and which ones she wants to sidestep and avoid. And based on her experience with this particular client, she realized that going onto this project would mean way too much values conflict, right? She was going to be then in a situation where the majority of her time was working with or for somebody who really conflicted with what she valued and needed. So what she did is she declined to work with that with that client and that opened up opportunities for other clients for her to work with. Now, it may not always be possible, but when you understand your values and when you have that dialogue, when you have that literacy, you can make more informed decisions and you can start doing this right now today. Sit down, go through those questions and just reflect on what are all of the different ways that I could be in greater values alignment at work? What are all of the different ways that I could reduce values conflict? Or what are some of the situations or people in my environment at the moment that are causing a challenge with my values? And how can I reduce that? And then what are the ways that I can explore greater values alignment at home? So that's all for this week. I just wanted to give you a very quick intro and refresher for those of you who are familiar to what it means to create a values led career. These weekly rewrites editions of the Rewriters podcast are companion pieces to my newsletter, The Weekly Rewrite, which is out every Wednesday. And within that, I link to an article where I talk about this very topic. And I also share different tools and resources to help you create a work life that actually works for you. So to sign up to get that next week, check out the show notes. And while you're there, as I said, you can also access a resource to help you identify your values. Before I go as well, if you're enjoying this format, I'd love you to let me know. And if there's any topics that you would like me to cover, do get in touch. Hello at rewriterewrite.com. Drop me a note and let me know what would help you to create a career that actually works for you. Have an awesome week ahead and I'll speak to you soon. Bye. The Rewriters is produced, written and presented by Monique Shaw, original artwork by Kiana Perry and original music by DJ Cinnamon.